Hello everyone, welcome back to Escape to the Cinema. I'm David and I'm joined by my good friend as always, James. Hi there David. Another slow week James, but we've got a week in a relaxed episode for everyone this week. Yeah, I'm, I'm actually looking forward to it. I know it's not been great in terms of obviously cinema films because it's still dragging its heels, but I think this is going to be a good one. Good conversation, got a fun wee segment coming up as well and... The first one up actually has some movie news is um, Jared Leto's apparently joining the Snyder Cut. He's coming back as the Joker, so... Well, I mean, they had so much... Oh, according to Jared Leto, they had so much unused kind of footage anyway, so... Oh, yeah. Wait, do you mean he's they're going to use his old footage or he's brand new? And... No, apparently he's coming back, so like, they've been reshooting things, so... Oft. I need to double-check that because it... I don't want to like mislead people, but the headline kind of um, suggested that he's coming back to, to do reshoots. So. <laughs> oh, fake news. <clears throat> fake nah. news. It probably isn't. He probably is coming back, but um, I wouldn't be surprised. I mean, they could probably throw stuff in there from all this kind of unused footage from things like Suicide Squad and that, though, easily. I, 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 I mean, I've been quite harsh on Jared Leto in a previous episode, and I stand by my guns. I really don't rate him highly, so I don't think I'm desperate to see him back in any movie so this to me is it, I mean nah doesn't get me excited at all um, I'm not the biggest fan either to be honest I think I've kind of we've both kind of hated on him a wee bit <laughs> previous episodes but I he is coming back according to this so they're like filming new footage so oh, okay that's interesting because obviously guessing he's come back as the Joker obviously Aye. Uh, I wonder if they're, they're casting him the same or they're going to tweak the design or He's not going to have so many stupid haha tattoos. I'm assuming he's just going to play the same. Say play character. the same. Because I think he was quite annoyed at how that all went down as well. Well, apparently they had enough footage for a full Joker film, according to him. But the amount of stuff he shot, so yeah. Because I know that he um he's I think he's I think he's quite cringy. Like I know obviously actors commit to the role and they Aye. live that lifestyle. They almost like if an actor trying to perfect an accent or whatever, they'll just use it in everyday life to try get it better. But I mind reading stuff about Jared Leto when Suicide Squad was getting filmed and I just thought he was a bit of a melt, to be honest. I think I said before he's like desperate, desperately trying to be a method actor. I think yep. he's just being annoying, do you know what I mean? Sending like dead rats as presents to like co-stars and that. It's just strange behaviour. And like used condoms and stuff. Aye. Like, but aye, that's Creep- just a, that's creepy, do you know what I mean? It's like, just trying too hard. I think it's because obviously um, Heath Ledger did that Aye. and I think he was like trying to embody this Joker kind of character better but now nah, for me I'm not a big Jared Leto fan so it'll be I mean don't get me wrong it'll be interesting to see what he does Aye. but I'm not going to rush out to see what he does I mean it's, it's weird because as a role everybody's kind of criticised it's not as if people are like oh he's, he's finally getting his chance that, yeah. that is the kind of reaction it's getting actually but an actual harder part is since since obviously he's had his crack at it, we've had a really good Joker performance. Aye. We obviously had uh, Joaquin Phoenix come out and do a really good performance as his version of the Joker. So he's almost <laughs> setting himself up to be compared and criticised. And I mean, that's brave. <laughs> I, mean, I don't think I'd be wanting to go back Aye. and revisit that. It's just it's strange to me that it's weird. There's been a lot of kind of strange casting news recently, like bringing back actors that. People weren't really that bothered in the first place. Yeah, I just don't. I don't know if it's his interpretation or what they wanted for the film because he's a kind of like he comes across a like meth addict pimp type type of person. See, he's such a big. 
I think he's such a big personality and he's a, quite a big name like he, uh, he is he's, he's big enough to stick on a movie poster so I think they would have kind of given him an overview of what they wanted their well, character possibly, their uh, version of Joker to be and let him run with it uh, so I think a lot of the onus is on him for that performance and how that character looks overall I, I like to think that as well because it's a an absolute disaster so it is it really is and I don't just say that to be like I'm not like a wee Batman fanboy sitting here like oh he was terrible I just think it's a bad performance overall yeah it doesn't really have anything redeeming do you know what I mean you can't even it's say it's funny that because obviously in Suicide Squad I, obviously the other Jokers that we've seen somehow almost fit into the world of the movie that they're in Aye. so like Heath Ledger's kind of fit into that almost real life kind of grounded type you of thing imagine yeah. that's obviously just New York Joker and Felix felt like he was a real person in again like a built up world of New York uh, but in the Suicide Squad, Jared Leto felt like an over-the-top character in a movie with a guy that throws boomerangs. It's aye, he <laughs> it's still felt over the top. Yeah. Like he could maybe get away with it in like Batman. I was going to say Batman versus Robin, <laughs> Batman and Robin <laughs> with um, Arnold Schwarzenegger and stuff. I think aye. he'd still be kind of out th- of place. That's exactly. That. I, still, I think um, he'd just about get away with it if it was an animated movie and that was like the aye. style they took. But I just, for me, none of it worked. None of it fit and. Nah, I'm not a big fan of it at all. I think it is a kind of almost impossible task to step into that role because a lot of people love Jack Nicholson. I like him as well as a Joker, but I still see Heath Ledger's the best Joker. For me, Heath Ledger is the best Joker in the whole... Because when you think... I remember, so Joker and Felix's performance was really good, but when we, when you say Joker, the first thing you think is Batman. So to have, to have a, a, a Joker movie without a Batman is... It's not. It's, it's a different. It's not a good different, for my opinion, though. No. So I would agree with you. For me, Heath Ledger is the best Joker because they're the best movies for who the character is. Aye, and then again, even if you say Dark Knight, I think the first thing that jumps to mind is him as the Joker. So yeah, that kinda, absolutely. You know, it kind of proves a point, I think. But and arguably, if you say Suicide Squad, the first thing that jumps people's minds is Harley Quinn. Aye. So you can see who the onus or the focus is on. Still need to watch that Harley Quinn film. I know, we spoke about it before and I've still not went back and watched it yet. I think it's because it's not on any streaming service and I don't think I'm desperate to pay for it. I just don't want to pay for it, that's the thing. I'm like, what, three ninety nine to rent? Nah, let's just wait. Ah, I'm, yeah, I'm still not at that level yet either. And like I've said, Ewan McGregor's in it and I like him in most things and there's still not enough to make me why watch it I've heard he's good in it as well I've, I've, I've heard the, I've heard the film's overall like okay it's weird that kind of just it was, I don't mean it was dead in the water but nobody seemed interested in it even though they love that character and her portrayal of the character and stuff like that it's kind of strange that they make a lot of money yeah I think um, or at least do quite well not like do Joker money or anything but no. I don't know I could have seen it maybe in the 500 million ish it didn't seem to have as much like you said as much of like the kind of studio pushing it Advertising I think that is part of the problem, aye. Because I, I think with the right marketing, then it obviously would have blown up. Maybe that's what it was. They just kind of scrimped on the marketing and maybe went over budget with filming. Didn't they have a big marketing budget? I don't know. But No, exactly. I mean, that happens quite often. Aye, and they gave it a kind of stupid name. It had like a really long It was name. really long. Yeah, I can't actually remember what it, what it was. Which I do find funny, but people are not going to no. pick up on that. Do you know what I mean? It's something like Harley Quinn and the Fantabulous something. Yep, you're right. I, I I just can't think of the full kind of name, but I know it was a bit it was just a bit over the top sounding. It was the same with Edge of Tomorrow. They 
eventually titled that Edge of Tomorrow, Live, Die, Repeat, because they couldn't like, decide on a name. That's funny, because obviously, um, even though it's called Edge of Tomorrow, I I remember it as Live, Die, Repeat, because Aye. that was the poster. Mm-hmm. It was like the three. Yeah, yeah it Aye. was literally Live, Die, Repeat on the poster with um, Tom Cruise at the bottom in like, the big kind of suit of armor. And the sort of thing. I well, people said that's what killed that film. Like the name was just nobody was interested. No, because they're like, "What is this sort of thing?" Um, I think the is that based on an anime or a, it's based on something like that. Um, Live, die, repeat. Oh, sorry, I, I, oh, wait, wait, killed it. I really liked that film. I thought um, I, I didn't have a really quite a good reception as well. I critically, I really like it. It's a really good film, but it just kind of like bombed. It didn't make a lot of money at all. Yeah, um, I don't know the source material for it. But, but that's um, called All You Need Is Kill. I think that's what that's called. Alright. Which I think is a pretty good title for a film. I just left yeah. it as that, but aye. No, I, I think it's, um, I don't like Live, Die, Repeat is the name. I prefer Edge of Tomorrow, so. I think Edge of Tomorrow is good, but Live, Die, Repeat suits the film better for me. Aye. When you actually watch it, see at the end of it, like obviously it makes sense because he just keeps waking aye, back aye. up. I suppose like Edge of Tomorrow sounds kind of like a, a Jack Ryan type film. Yeah. Like with Harrison Ford on a cover for it, do you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. like, so aye, possibly that's that's what's kind of made it lose money, but I like it. I put, they're talking about a sequel, but I don't need a sequel for that film. Um, Again, see if it was a, a sequel that was just in the same kind of... A universe type. Aye, exactly. Not a straight continuation or even a, a prequel. I'd be really up for it. I really would. Aye, just like a spin-off type thing. Yeah, aye, exactly. Aye. No, and I like Emily Blunt in it. She's she's pretty much amazing in everything. So. That, um, that almost like started her run of really good films for me. Aye, because she's always been about, but then that's when she started being in all the kind of really big films, I yeah. guess. Aye. No, I like her. She's good. But um, bouncing back to Justice League, we've got the official title. It's not actually called the Snyder Cut. Huh. Oh, I'm glad. Aye, they've I'm glad because that's, that's, that's too much stroking himself, honestly, if, if he called it the, the Snyder Cut. Well, the actual title, get ready, is Zack Snyder's Justice League. Well, that's actually, that's actually worse. <laughs> I was going to say it's definitely worse. <laughs> so, um, I have got that to look forward to, but... I think it's just so people differentiate it. Uh, differentiate it? What the fuck is Differ- that? Differentiate. Differentiate, aye. So, because obviously it's just the same title, it's just Justice League. I'm sure people are still going to get confused, so. Absolutely. I, I think, uh, I, I, <laughs> I think that's terrible. I think that's just <laughs> so daft. It's very strange. And plus, like, if you're sitting with your dad, he'll be like, have you not already watched this, son? Aye. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, because But apparently they have shot, like, a lot of extra footage for it. Because when you see that trailer, there's a lot of stuff. There in is, it. Uh, there is, and although a lot of people uh, I see online, a lot of people don't have any time for it or aren't really wanting to see it when it comes out. I, I do. I think it's it's got enough, like you said, new material to, and also as much as I just said, he's kind of stroking himself there. I think Zack Snyder would do a good job at it. So I, I mean, I'm not the biggest fan of him. I've spoke about his films before, but yeah. I'm definitely up for seeing it. Just to, it's such a weird thing. Like I can't think of anything comparable to this as in like a director being given a project back to go back and... No, I, I can't think of this happening before. I mean, there's the Richard Donner cut of Superman 2, but it's not to the scale of this sort of thing, like basically remaking the whole film. No, I'm guessing it, this is getting a full cinema release. It's just coming to HBO Max. Ah, okay. They're, they're streaming it in parts, basically, for what I've heard. Like a, like making it, making it a series? Aye, so it's like a film, but streamed in parts, I think, for what I've heard. You know, that could actually get a lot more people on board with it. I think that's why they're doing it, so... But if it gives it more time to develop things, like we said before, with series you get a lot of time to develop characters, which... Yeah, and 
Zack think... Snyder's kind of the worst. That's his weakest thing for me, <laughs> so I don't know if that's going to help much. But Like I said, I'll definitely be checking it out when it comes out. Uh, it's actually news to me that it's going to be kind of come out as part of a series, but I don't know if I like that more. I think I do, actually. I think I'm, I'm more up to watching it like that. I don't know if that's been confirmed, but a lot of the things I've looked at have said... Kind of like four 40-minute episodes or something? Something like that, aye, so... Which I I think it'll be good. It'll be easier to just sit and watch it. And if the first one's shit, you're going to be like, right, this is what I expected, so I'm not going to watch yeah, it. Yeah, exactly. I'll probably watch it all anyway, regardless. Do you know what I mean? So HBO Max, is that like HBO streaming service? Aye. That I've said to you before, I don't know if we get that in the UK. I was about to say, because I've, I've actually not seen it. I thought it was just like a channel on HBO, so... Our next episode's going to be a tutorial on how I pirate HBO Max. <laughs> That's it, it. <laughs> Selling dodgy boxes. <laughs> but um, no, I'm sure they'll be they'll release it somehow to the UK. There'll be a legitimate way to watch it. Aye. Uh, probably Amazon might pick it up or something. Something like that, aye. Or like, maybe there is an HBO streaming thing, we just don't know about it. I've not seen anything for it, but... I've never searched for it as well, though, so... Because like in the UK... Do we not have an equivalent to... Is HBO not usually released through Sky? I'm sure it is. Yeah, it is, yeah, because... Because um, Chernobyl was HBO. Aye, so was Westworld. Aye, so my bit's coming through Sky then. So that suits me even better. That would that, that'd be, that'd get a massive audience, that's actually... So you'll get it on now TV, do you know Aye, what exactly. Um, other news, since we're getting close to Halloween, we've got... Did you enjoy Don't Breathe? Because we've got a Don't Breathe sequel coming I out. I did, I like Don't Breathe. I liked it a lot. Um, the sequel's coming out so far in August 2021 so next year but not too far away so That's, that was the announcement 2021 2021 aye oh, see, I don't mind that I, I, that's okay that's not too far I, I thought it would be another film that's inevitably being pushed back but if it's just um this coming straight to 2021 I'm, I'm fine with that no that would be good that would be really good I just hope that they capture and embody the first film well, it was 2016. I had no idea it was that long ago. Oh, I wouldn't have guessed. Four no. years ago, no. I'd have said like two years or something. Like, <laughs> it's all just kind of merged into the one. The last five years is just like one big year to me. Like, it's weird, but I watched it. I think I watched it on streaming. I didn't see it in the cinema. No, I didn't see it in the cinema either. I get these mixed up with Lights Out and Don't Breathe. They kind of... Don't Breathe the blind guy, though. Yeah, yeah, Don't Breathe the blind guy. Aye. And obviously Lights... No, I. Aye, it's thoroughly confused me there as well. Aye, no, it's, it is confusing to me, but no, I like that film, and I, I don't see what you go with a sequel because I don't like <laughs> somehow someone else just stumbles into his house because they did not take all his money at the end. Yeah, aye, so like, what do you do with that? But unless it's another blind guy, or there's <laughs> a group of them, aye, a group of these blind guys going around killing for you, like a blind guy syndicate. Sort of thing. <laughs> I did like it as creepy as it is when he's got the the woman down in the basement and he's like set up yeah. this like um, it's like a big layer with like cushions in the walls and everything it was so creepy and aye the, the, the old guy in that he is the guy from Avatar isn't he I, th- I think he is he I looks very much like him but I think he is I don't know if he is <laughs> um, I don't know I, I don't want to commit to it because he could be but is he not the guy from I was about to say the guy from Daredevil stick but it's not him he, no. looks, he looks like him but it's not him I think you're right. I need to check that. Yeah, let's check it because I. It's just I don't know why it popped in my head there, but that's who I presume it is. I see. Looks very much. That film had a pretty good cast. It had um, the young guy who was in. Is it twenty one twenty one reasons why or something? What's it called? Thirteen reasons 13, why. Aye. Does he not get killed quite early on? Yeah. Does he get shot? 
So, I mean, 21 reasons why. 21 reasons where, why. Where did you get that from? Stephen Lang is the blind man. Oh. And he was in Avatar. Yeah. That's him, you were right. He's in oh. Avatar 2 as well, even though he got killed, so. Class. See, Sigourney Weaver's in. Weaver? Weaver? <laughs> Weaver's in Avatar 2. But, um, because I read a thing about she had to hold her breath for six minutes for a scene underwater. Can she actually do that? I actually, like, done that. Like, she actually held her breath. I feel like that's, that's something that she went to them with. She's, Could like, be, sitting yeah. there on set one day just being like. Oh, any, anyone here got any random talents? Oh, 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 me? Me, I can hold a breath for six minutes. <laughs> oh, she's like been hanging about with Tom Cruise too long. <laughs> That's it. Um, but she's like, I'm not saying she's old, but she's kind of getting up there, so it's yeah. quite a feat to be like holding your breath. I can hold my breath for six minutes, do you know what I mean? No, I don't think so. Especially when you're moving about, I'm assuming she's like underwater. Uh, like some, a so. trapped underwater scene, probably. Aye, so I don't know how this story's working, if it's a prequel or... It does so, sound strange. I, I'm, so I, I'm actually it. really interested in it. I am. I'm not gonna lie. I know you are on the fence about it just now. I definitely. But that's the thing that intrigues me more that people are coming back like that. If you know what I mean. Yep. Because I'm kind of like, oh, what they're gonna do with it? But <laughs> this is like a fucking Marvel twist. <laughs> this is some sort of like six stones that can just <laughs> reverse everything. <laughs> I mean. It wouldn't surprise me if it's something. Oh, what's that? Your favorite characters die? We'll just go back in time. We'll just bring them back. It's like uh, bringing. <laughs> Brian back and Family Guy because everybody was outraged about it. Oh, that <laughs> but um, no, like unless they're going to de-age them, which seems highly possible. Oh, I think that'd be pretty easy to do, especially with a character, not character, fuck now, uh, actress like Sigourney Weaver. You could definitely de-age. I wonder how far back they're going to go. Maybe it's like when they first get to the planet, sort of thing. And yeah, I like setting up. Call it like that'd, be, that'd be pretty cool. No, like I said, I'm I'm excited for it and. I'm sort of, I'm quite excited to hear that they're back in it as well. The thing for me is kind of this kind of proves I'm not that interested, but for me I'm more excited to see the technology and how advanced it all looks, sort of thing, compared to the first. Because the first quite old, not quite old, but it's a good decade now. So yeah, well, twelve years I think it is. So mad. That is mental to think that, but so I'm just being a geek thinking about see the how good the CGI. No, is, I mean but. for a lot of people that got them to see the first one. A lot of people just wanted to see how this. Could be pulled off. I have the 3D so and I, stuff. I, I, I can't blame you for kind of thinking along them lines. Apparently, Liam Neeson's been asked to reprise Qui Gon Jinn as well. Oh, really? Aye. It's so. like, uh, oh, I'm get, is that going to be with Ewan McGregor? <laughs> well, that's the thing. He, I assume it'd be like a Force Ghost type thing, but as you've seen, more than two decades on, he's been asked to. But I think he's like turned it down because I think obviously a lot of people hate the Phantom Menace, so. Yeah. Which you can see his point. Apparently, he just didn't even read the script for that film. He just agreed to. Oh, be in it. Really? Which I mean, you're going to say. Ah, oh, exactly. I if think you're if getting offered Star Wars back then. I'm offered Marvel now. Ah, exactly. Like, you're not going you to. You don't turn no. that down when they come knocking. Marvel and Netflix right now. If they come asking for you to be in a part of their movie or something, just do the smart thing and say yes. Ah, you're getting a big bag of money at the end of the day. Ah, either exactly. way, so. No, but I like Liam Neeson as that character. But obviously, it's just a pretty rubbish film yeah it and is. I'm not offended by the film like most people are but just don't go back and watch it if it's you that, it's that, that film that you, lo- you liked it when you were young aye 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 definitely when you were younger aye you don't see all the kind of flaws in it aye stuff, absolutely and, but see like going back it's like you see the the opening crawl and it's like originally you've been used to stuff like oh Princess Leia and all this kind of stuff and then it comes up the Trade Federation have been 
tax and trade routes and stuff. And you're like, what the fuck? Uh, hi. This is Star yeah. Wars. Is that, is, is, usually, usually it's like, there's a new Starkiller base. <laughs> but this, this one's like, due to... Uh, We've blocked the trade routes. Uh, really separate. You're like, what? Due to tax increases, we've had to uh, so, cut public spending. <laughs> it's so weird that they chose to, or George Lucas chose to do that, but like we said before, it's I think when you get in your head that... It's a hidden political message. Well, some of it kind of is. It's like, a lot of it goes back to like George Bush and this kind of stuff, and he is a very political person, I think, George Lucas, and you see it with the kind of Senate uh, meetings and stuff like that, and yeah. I'm like, I'm not defending the prequels, I'm just saying that <laughs> he was like interested in politics at the time, and it kind of bled into what he was doing. If Qui-Gon Jinn comes back, I'd like to see Liam Neeson, but it's not something I'm kind of holding up for, do you know what I mean? Like, no, I think, um, I'd, I'd like to see it, I would... I would like to see it, so... Aye, it's, it's kind of sad that he turned it down now. I know, because I don't know what they'd be bringing him back for. I'd assume it'd be the Obi-Wan I, That's the only thing I can think that would make any sense. Unless it was just, like, to voice the character. I don't know, I mean... Don't know. don't know what's going on with animated Star Wars stuff just now. Well, the thing is, with the animated stuff, they, they seem to just recast people anyway. Yeah. Even though the other actors are still alive, or they could ask them or whatever. Don't know if it's to save money, or... Oh, massively. It's like I'd the... Assume. Um, when Netflix brought out the Kung Fu Panda animated series, just recast they them. just recast everyone. Oh, that's disappointing. It way too much money. Like for each episode. It's very noticeable as well, Netflix. I caught on straight away. Ah, it's the kind of thing you're like, wait a minute. <laughs> know that I've seen it, but... That's not my po. <laughs> but, um, no, speaking of Ewan McGregor, apparently he was doing, like, full costume tests for Obi-Wan on the set of The Mandalorian. Like, so Ewan McGregor to me... Tries to like act pure wholesome. I would, I would, I wouldn't be surprised if he told me that he was doing a full costume test by going to like a local Costco, <laughs> taking photos with fans. <laughs> I don't know what it is about him, but it's like a, a fake wholesomeness. No, I get you because I like him, but I think it was on. I feel like he always puts on a voice, sort of thing. Yeah, like an overly polite voice. But then he was on Graham Norton a while ago, and I don't know if he was just a wee bit pissed, but he was sitting talking about how he was in traffic in LA and a wee guy in like I don't know if he was in like a Lamborghini or something stupid basically a wee rich kid he was like trying to cut him off at the lights or something and he opened the window and he's like hey you fucking idiot like shouting him <laughs> and he said the wee guy looked at him like that's fucking Obi-Wan Kenobi <laughs> like it's such a Did funny video the meme, honestly, aye, aye. that's class but no he like he puts on a voice like this all the time yeah like, do you know what I mean and I like him but maybe it's just because he's part of Hollywood I think it's Edinburgh in him I think that's what it is you can take the boy to Edinburgh, but <laughs> is he from Edinburgh? Is that right? Uh, I think so. Fuck. I've just said that now. and Right, let's check it. <laughs> I'm sure he grew up in somewhere weird like Creef or something. Oh, Jesus. I'm sure it's somewhere bizarre like that. I I, I just presumed Edinburgh. I don't know why. I'm going to look that up because if, uh, if I've got that right, I'm very impressed with myself. Mad days up at the Creef Hydro. Have you ever been to Creef? I have to the hydro. <laughs> I was going that to say, was my I, point of reference. So. I wouldn't recommend just going there. Right away to be see. He was actually born in Perth. Oh. Ewan McGregor. Oh, he's 49. He's looking good for 49. Well, I like Perth, so I'll take it all back. I, mean, I typed in Ewan McGregor, PL, like I was going to say, place of birth, and it comes up playing French horn. <laughs> <laughs> so like I hope he does the Google Google autofill thing like you know the interview yeah that'd be quite cool right I'm going to look this up What's just it? in the meantime there sorry I just the trailer we had in the background was that new Saw movie getting made by um what's his name the comedian Chris Rock 
Oh, is he making a soft film? Yeah, with Samuel Jackson in it. Oh, that's quite cool. I know, I just didn't know if you'd, if you'd heard much about it or if no, you were excited not for it. Well, I'm excited now, but I went to you went to Creef High School, so I assume you lived in Creef. Mm. How did I know that, James? That's impressive. That is weird. But I back this soft film, that sounds... See, to be honest, I've never seen any soft films. What? I know. I've only seen the scary movie thing. Like, no, I cut I off the wrong that, leg. That's true, no joke, the first... First two, maybe three Saw films are actually not bad. Especially the first one. The first one's fantastic when you Aye. consider the budget and just the fact that it was literally shot on like a handheld. I think I've just seen the kind of clips like on YouTube, like the needle pit thing and stuff. Yeah, like that. Aye, things like that. I mean, for shock factor and, and at the end of the day, it's not like horror. It's not conventional horror like jump scares. It's like uh, gory horror. Like body horror. Yeah, like stuff. it's like body survival horror. Kind of... I it's just I, I actually <laughs> it's funny it's one of them films even though I'm not a fan of the horror genre or films like that I think so I've always given it a chance because the first like I said the first two or th- two or three are really good Aye. and then like, it kind of starts to get rubbish but now this is a new one it's um I think it's get I think it's being called Jigsaw oh right okay uh, I think that's what it's being called and it's uh, weirdly enough it's Chris Rock that picked it up but he's he's cast himself as like the lead detective in it. Oh, right, okay. And it's got Samuel Jackson and someone else in it as well. I'm just going to double check it because if I you double check it because I've got my list up on my phone. It's so weird because <clears throat> for the last five minutes of my brain, I've been thinking the Texas Chainsaw Massacre, and I've oh, just right. clicked on the fact that it's so. And I'm like, why? Even though we, I've said like I saw the needle pit and all this, I'm like, so I've no well, idea. Because there's a needle pit in so. That's what I mean, but like I was still thinking. Oh, you still thinking? I, I don't oh, know right. why, but like. Um, hey, see if you see one on IMDb, maybe just check uh, Chris Rock and then probably filmography. It should be an upcoming. It might say untitled Saw Project, but I th- when it first came out, I definitely seen the name Jigsaw getting thrown about. I'm sure I've seen that name as well. I'm excited. I, I am. I think it's. It's a series that can easily be revamped, and it just has to be done well and it'll be enjoyable, so. It comes up Jigsaw. Jigsaw. <laughs> Like, a, a jigsaw. Like, what is a jigsaw? Aye, Chris Rockin. 2021. Aye, so I don't know why it's not on the IMDb list. Screenplay. Uh, right. I don't know what's going on. I'm not on drugs, I, I swear. Um, <laughs> I screenplay by Chris Rock. Pete Goldfinger. Well, that's a good name. Aye, you're right. It's just called Jigsaw, but it's not an IMBD, so. Aye, it's strange because we literally just had the trailer coming for it there as well, so. Aye. It's definitely a thing. I'm not, like, making it up. No, it's definitely real, so... I, I think it looks good. It. If you haven't checked out the trailer, um, definitely check it out, because, yeah, it actually looks like a step in the right direction for the Saw franchise. Yeah, they're they're kind of doing that with stuff. Um, I think studios have kind of started to realise that directors can pull off a kind of horror film with a, a really low budget. Do you know what I mean? Like I, if, Most horror films that are low budget are better. Aye, it's because they have to be more creative with their ideas. They kind of just be like, right, put a big CGI monster up here, and do you know what I mean? It's They have to be more kind of... Smart, so yeah, that generally I can't even fucking. <laughs> I they have to be more clever with their the way they're shooting things and showing things, and it generally comes across as more creepy. So yeah, but moving on, I know we just spoke about trailers, but we were treated to two new trailers this well today. <laughs> one Aye, of the what they both came out. Well, one came out yesterday, I believe, and one came out today, like hours ago. <laughs> two Literally hours ago. hours ago. The first one we'll talk about is the new Disney trailer we watched. Aye. So this uh, next Disney project is it's called Raya and the Last Dragon. 
I am very excited for it, actually. It's a wee short trailer, you see. It's only about two minutes long. It's a, it's more of a teaser trailer than obviously anything else. Aye. But I, I liked it. I mean, we literally watched it before recording just to keep it fresh in our minds. And uh, overall, I liked it, but I did make the comment I wasn't a big fan of the, the animation style. That's the thing. I don't think a lot of people will realise there's no sound like I'm a know-it-all, but there is a difference between like Disney Studios and Disney Pixar. Yeah. So it's like different animation houses, but you'd say that right away the kind of characters look a bit different. They don't look as kind of maybe detailed or... Well, it's funny because it, for, for me, the Pixar, everything looks at the same level. Aye. Whereas this trailer, like like the background and the, like, even like the wee torches that were hanging on the wall, Aye, the they looked stuff. really good. They looked like super, super well detailed, mm-hmm. really high high class animation there like almost photorealistic in but, places and then you see the character and it looks like something like a like a like a, like a mobile game it's kind of doesn't Aye. doesn't look right it's too polished and too like there's too there's, there's nothing like no harsh lines there's just all kind of soft looking well, they're kind of like rounded edges and yeah. stuff and i get what you mean Aye, that's how I'd, right away. Obviously, caught no Pixar, but mm-hmm. it I'd... just didn't match up. And again, this is this is me just picking up on the style of it. Overall, you don't get much of a hint at the storyline. No, you don't even see. We well, see a dragon at the end, kinda. Yeah, but, um... and in a bit of dialogue, you do get the main character. She says, um, "There's something about a dragon stone, and she's going after the last dragon." Aye, she wants to defend the dragon. Stone or yeah, something. and she said there was something like the all the families or the the clans of this nation were at war with each other. Aye, I liked it. I thought the trailer was really cool. Um, the choice of music and stuff. Yeah, no, it was. It, it's it looks good. It does. It looks. Um, I mean, obviously, anything that comes out by Disney is gonna be massive anyway, and Aye. it's quite funny because the trailer went up yesterday and it had four point five million views. Aye. So <laughs> it's obviously. It's slowly going to drip feed into everyone's feeds on social networks and that, so it's going to get a big kind of fan base before it even comes out. And I was sold right away with the the wee armadillo thing. Everything, honestly, it's like it's like the go to right now. You want to make a successful movie, have a little cute whatever. Aye, and I'll go see it. Like I, I don't care. <laughs> That's <laughs> I, it. I love the wee cute things. Like it's almost as if they they write these characters in or these little kind of it's like it's kind of hard to explain what, what they are but in this one it definitely seems like it's how we kind of help her Aye, it's like a wee kind of cute sidekick it's like yeah. um, it's the, the kind of first thing I remember like it's an armadillo yeah. but it's like really big at the end of the trailer yeah I've seen that so I don't know if it like can change its size or that's it grown up or something I don't know I don't know but it's, I, what, what I was meaning there is as if they put these in to, to then be able to market it <laughs> oh I did that's I to be cynical, that is why they do it, but yeah. like Baby Yoda. I love Baby Yoda. Or the but Pogs. Uh, the Pog things, aye. Yeah. And then Ryan Johnson's like, that was not a market employee. Like, I just came <laughs> up, I was like, aye, alright. I've seen the thing come out and they were like, oh, but it's because on the island there was these puffins. And, and we, we just, just covered them up. We just covered them up. And you're like, you didn't. Because <laughs> you don't even see any puffins, because puffins are a different colour and everything. Yeah. You know I mean, like... Uh, it's funny, but... No, the um, yeah, I I liked it. I think it's gonna be good. It's always gonna be good. It's, it's Disney at the end of the day. I trust like, Disney. I, I think you have to because um, you don't know how powerful they're. Do you know what I mean? You just have to be on their side. You, you <laughs> don't know what's gonna happen. <laughs> so. They could be listening right now. I mean, it wouldn't wouldn't surprise me. So, but from on a on a different, definitely a different style and and whole idea for the movie. We've seen another new trailer, which was. Tom Hanks in News of the World. I'm kind of not confused by the name, but the name Disney really appealed to me, but 
Yeah. I liked the trailer overall. You weren't so hot on it, were you? Oh, no, I really wasn't. I really, really wasn't. I think, um, again, this is, uh, to kind of put a bit of backstory, this is Tom Hanks' first Western. His debut Western. Kind of country and Western, so you're talking wagons and horses and... This is a what's known as a revisionist Western. All right. So, like, Logan would be a neo-Western. Yep. Because it's a modern Western. This is revisionist because it's come back to that era. So, so. set back when it happened. Aye. Okay. Oh, well, no, for me... So, nobody start the shite now. Aye, <laughs> everyone... Uh, <laughs> aye. Comments flooding in. Aye. So, aye. But, I feel like, like I said to you, I like my Westerns gritty and mean and unforgiving. Because that's what it was like. Don't aye. try and tell me, like, Tom Hanks sees this wee girl whose family's been killed, and he's like, I'm going to do a good thing today. And no, <laughs> it, no it, it didn't happen, honestly. I, it just, it's a film, that, that idea of the film, I just can't get behind it because of that. I'm quite excited for it. Um, I'm a big sucker for westerns in the first place, so I would have seen it anyway, but, and I love Tom Hanks, he's probably my favourite oh, actor. Don't get me wrong, I, I, I love westerns. Aye, I understand what you mean, but... I just like things like 310 to Yuma. Aye, that is a good film. Aye. Where it's just, again, because it would have sucked. I would have sucked living back then. And <laughs> we need to make sure everyone knows this. Like, you know what I mean? Aye. No, like, it's, um, I was surprised it's Paul Greengrass who directs it. So you know him for the Bourne films. Yeah. As in, from the second one onwards. No Bourne Legacy. Uh, Ultimatum. Ultimatum and Supremacy and okay. Jason Bourne, the kind of recent one. Oh, the recent one, so not the one with Jeremy Renner. No, and he done Captain Phillips as well. Uh, okay. He done Green Zone with Matt Damon. Uh, I don't like that film. So I don't like. I don't like Green Zone. I like Captain Phillips, though. I thought the ending was kind of weird. I thought um. Uh, right. The whole kind of operation with the snipers in the boat. I just thought it was a bit strange. Didn't seem like the best course of action, in my opinion. I. Uh, I mean, it's based on a true story, but I don't know if. Yeah. That's don't know how true. True is. You know what I mean. Aye. No, I get you. I think Green Zone's based on the true story. Aye, and that was pretty boring, that film. It was very boring. It's because, funnily enough, Iran didn't have nuclear weapons. <laughs> the thing is, though, like, I like Paul Greengrass as a director, but he shakes the camera far too much for me, which he doesn't do in this. You don't see it at all in this trailer. Yeah. But it wouldn't be appropriate for that sort of film, but I'm just not a big fan of, like, shaky cam, but sometimes in the Bourne films you can't tell what's happening it's shaking that much. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? So. No, I, I just don't think I have time for a an attempted feel-good western. And that's what this looks like. It looks like he takes this little girl and decides... And she can't speak in English, but I don't think she was speaking... Um, Native American. Native American either, because in the wee trailer we've seen, he said that about six, year, well, six years ago, her, her family were killed. Mm-hmm. But then she was, at the, she was at the site where it happened. I don't know if that that's just... She had a letter or something. I don't know. I know she had a letter that was like her name and like basically a, a, a story. birth certificate. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Just there for the audience. So <laughs> that is. But um, no, like I said, I need to see more of it. But it screams. It screams like twelve A to me. And possibly it did. At the start, I was like, it's a Disney film. I was kind of. But you never know. It could have a really sad ending. You know. I hope it does. Like I said, I I love a good sad western that makes me realise bam I'm lucky to be born today I, I quite like True Grit the um, Jeff Bridges one Coen Brothers yeah That's the remake aye. I, I, I've watched that loads of times love that with Matt Damon aye. it's class he plays a kind of he's not like dim witted but he has a wee bit sort of thing it's quite funny I like, I like the, the, the original True Grit's really really good 
Aye, this aye. for me, this is better just because it's obviously a lot cleaner looking. Obviously, much better cameras now, and it's because it's, it's the exact same story, pretty much. Aye, and they stick to the original ending from the book as well. Yeah, where um, she like goes to his grave and stuff. So, aye, no, I really like that film. I've not watched it for a while, but it's quite funny. You said it as well. You definitely wouldn't have presumed that this was Tom Hanks' first kind of time in a western movie I when I read it's his debut I'm like oh is he directing a western because for some reason in my brain I just thought he's been in a western at some point I don't know oh, why oh absolutely I mean he's been in so many films I would have presumed aye so no it looks quite interesting to me anyway I'm quite excited for it so yeah. they say it's coming out this Christmas but I would say well, <laughs> that's us just got I, a trailer so I'm excited for it to get pushed back <laughs> unless it's just going to streaming didn't they say on the it seemed quite big though, I and mean, Tom Hanks is a big, but like big character to get. I mean, his other film was it Greyhound that went straight to Apple TV. The one he's the ship captain. Oh really? And the war film. Another another ship captain. Hi. Oh yes, sorry, another film you're talking I about. I never watched it, but I get kind of mixed reviews. Yeah, um, I haven't watched it either. I think he wrote the script for it, and I don't know if he just wrote the script or he wrote and directed the film. I'll need to check that, but it looked everything looked very nice, but. We've got a trailer for a shark film, and it's um, we've got triple shark threat at the start here. Absolutely, three fins out the water. Well, six fins technically. No, I'm joking. I, I love it. I, I, I absolutely love sci-fi film. movie shark films. I like the Meg, even though it's not that good. I like the Meg because it is good. <laughs> <laughs> I did honestly. I really liked it. I do. I love. I love like. I mean, was it Sharknado? Uh, Goblin Shark, all these films are just total, total trash, and you wonder like who's putting the money up for these. But they are so bad, they get your interest up enough that you'd actually check them out. Hi, I mean, I'm not kind of on the Sharknado side of the argument, but I'll go for like something like the Meg. Actually, when Sharknado Two came out and it was premiering on the Sci-Fi Channel, me, my friend Jack, and my friend Connor stayed up just to watch it. <laughs> The guy from uh, Home Alone was in the films, was he not? Or was it just the first one? The guy who played the dad. He was in the first shirt. He was in the first one, for sure. He had like a Hawaiian shirt on. Yeah. I forget his name. He died recently. Wasn't he that old? It's so funny when like that happens. Like, Remember the film Piranha 3 Double D? Aye. And it had... Um, uh, Christopher... Um, what's he, I was going to say Christopher Lee. Um, from uh, Back to the Future. Doc Brown. Was his yeah, name? yeah. Christopher Lloyd. Yeah, and I then and then also had um, oh, what's his name from Baywatch? Uh, David Hasselhoff. David Hasselhoff. I, that, I remember seeing that. And I'm like, and he, he's like he's, he's like running the like the wet t-shirt contest. That <laughs> film was a total mess. Like, but <laughs> they like, they have enough money to just about get some people involved. That film there was Deep Blue Sea three. Oh, I, I had no idea there was a Deep a Blue Sea two. First Deep Blue Sea is brilliant. Yeah. Um, Samuel L. Jackson just gets killed. Yeah, I always found that so funny. I loved that when he's like, "It's like you never been so cold," and then it's like, "Boff, <laughs> munched." <laughs> I remember when I was younger that it's one of the kind of popular films everybody rented for Blockbuster. Deep oh, Blue I can C. see why. And I think my auntie rented it and gave it to us, and we were watching it and see the bit where it's uh, still in Skarsgård in that film. Does he play a scientist? Yeah. And he gets his arm bit off. That bit freaked me out when I was a kid. Yeah. And he's like writhing about with like no arm. I like the um, I like it when he's stuck in the ovens as well. Aye, he turns I, the oven. I, 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 I like it. I think um, it's, again, it's, it's cheesy and that, but I think it's good overall. I mean, 
I'm not gonna... good enough to get a trilogy, <laughs> but I'm going to like um. I'm not going to mention who, but somebody told me one time that they preferred Deep Blue Sea to to Jaws, because Jaws is boring apparently. So, um, whoa, we're no longer friends. But no, get on. But uh, <laughs> I mean, I can't really compare them. They're, just because they're sharks, they're not exactly the same film. No, not not all shark movies are cut from the same cloth. No, so ah, that's interesting. Um, I'd certainly, <laughs> I'd certainly find me watching Jaws. Any other like any day, but Deep Blue Sea does have a its place in in my wee film catalogue. It's the kind of thing if I would never purposefully watch it, but if it's no. on if it's on the sky or something, I'm just gonna leave it on. Do you know Happily, what I mean? yeah. Aye. Well, <laughs> I prefer Deep Blue Sea to Joe. That's mad. <laughs> Aye, absolutely mental. And still, like some people, like my parents, don't get why I like Joe so much. They're like, "What? It's just a big stupid shark." Is and I'm like, "Right, okay." <laughs> you don't get it. Okay. Or they'll be like, I'll tell them my film's rubbish, and they're like, Well, you like Jaws? And I'm like, right, Let's get these movie lists up here and we'll. I, do you know what I, mean? <laughs> I, I don't just mean because other people say it's like one of the best films ever. I don't mean that. I just genuinely like it. Yeah. Because when I watched it, I had no idea about films or what was regarded the best film ever or whatever. So No, it took, I, I'm the same. It took me a while to kind of get into. Watching, looking up films in terms of like a list of like IMDb's top fifty I or whatever. Watch stuff, eh? I used to watch yeah, stuff. I'm the same. I used to just watch stuff all the time. Try to watch like pretty much watch a film every night, mm-hmm. and then just kind of gets to the point. It's quite funny that because though I remember being young and knowing there's like a, a like a top ten book list. I never like thinking of like the same thing for films. For films I have you ever watched Jaws Four: The Revenge? Is that the one in Bermuda? We, no, it's Barbados with Michael Caine. Oh, I was so close. I don't even, <laughs> maybe, I no, you know, I actually have, and it's absolute trash. Is that the one where it keeps coming to them in their nightmares as well? Aye, it's um, <laughs> but like they go to Barbados to escape, escape it, it. but it, it's after revenge, so it swims through Amity <laughs> Island to Barbados <laughs> within like a day or something. Yeah, yeah, and uh, yeah, I've I've seen this. It's so bad. Yeah, I think Michael Caine like missed out on a an award ceremony because he was away filming that film. So he couldn't receive the award. I don't oh, remember what award it was, but I don't think it was like an Oscar. I don't think nah, it was an Oscar winner, but um, aye, that's great. I feel bad for him, but it's hilarious that he missed out. Definitely Because hilarious. he was filming Jaws 4. Fucking Jaws 4. <laughs> it's so bad. By that point, it must have been like almost fully CGI. Oh no, it was still like... Um, it was still practical effects. It was still late 80s. Well, practical, but very questionable. There's parts where you can see where they've stitched it together because it like burst and stuff like that oh class <laughs> using like just like the old ones that, that didn't work in the aye, first aye, movie bring, aye it's it's so bad and the shark roars at one point as well <laughs> like it's it's honestly <laughs> hilarious because my dad put on he's like oh, here do you like Jaws and I was watching I'm like what is this do you know what I mean I was <laughs> yeah, so confused by <laughs> my boy what have they done to you <laughs> aye that's what it was like <laughs> oh. but um I like is Ellen Brody? She's like having flashbacks to when he shoots the shark in the first film, but she never actually witnessed. <laughs> yeah, I would say no one's seen that apart from him. Aye, so aye, it's not very good, but no, not good at all. None of the sequels are good. I would just say I just see it as a single film. Absolutely, I'm kind of like that with Back to the Future. That's quite controversial, but you know, even more controversial. I don't like Back to the Future. The first one. Oh no, this is um, awkward. I know, I know. No, is it awkward? Like Nick, 
he uh he absolutely loves it Aye. and i just think it's absolutely middle of the road Aye. to the sloping towards the drain sort of side of the oh, road really oof i i don't know why i i don't know maybe i mean i, I there probably isn't a, a right age to watch it when you're younger because it's kind of fun for that age group but now I just have never took to it at all. It was one of the things that was on TV one night. My mum's like, oh, you'll like this film. I'm like, what is this? And that was just like, like I say, when Diana Jones and probably Back to the Future, I'm like, what, do people do this as a job? Is this like a real thing? So, yeah. like, wanting to make films, you know what I mean? So, uh, it's one of the ones that's quite inspirational to me, so. I mean, I mean, it's, it's great for you, but <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, I just, I don't know. I, I've just never, I never really liked it. I don't know why. Speaking of that, I watched a film this week that everybody loves, and I was kind of like, mm. and it's uh, Donnie Darko. Yeah. You're the same, really? We spoke I'm the same. I, I I don't understand the fascination. Again, I think it, maybe maybe it's a, a cult thing. Maybe it's like... I like seeing it at the right time. I or... exactly. Seeing it when it came out in the cinema and being all kind of goth as fuck. I don't know. Aye, it's, it's a hard one because, like I said to you, apparently the director's cut is better. But I, I can't track that down on streaming, so I need to buy it somewhere. Yeah. Um, Plus, the director's cut wasn't the one that came out in cinema. That's what gets me, because people say, like, that is a criticism people have that you have to do a lot of legwork with the first one to, like, go read stuff to understand it. And yep. it, it's not so much I couldn't understand it, I got the gist of the fact that it's a kind of, it's not time loop, but certain things have to happen to realign the timeline or whatever. And ah, it's kind of like a, a play on the kind of butterfly effect. Aye, aye, because he, like, shoots them in the eye and stuff. Yep. and like I, I get, I kind of followed that, but I just think that all oh, the characters are very unlikable, especially Donnie Darko. There's a bit you like calls his mum a bitch at the start, and I'm like, whoa! Even at my worst, like teenagers, <laughs> I would never say that. Do you know what I mean? So I, I kind of struggled with it. Everybody's just a bit of an asshole in it. Yeah, and people love everyone's dead moody. Aye, aye. I said like, it must have came out when like everyone was a pure dick. Like and that teacher, um, Drew Barrymore, she's like um, the, the girl comes in the classroom. It's that actor. She's in loads of stuff now. It's Jenna something. He's not helping me at it. <laughs> she was in the Hunger she's Games. She's in everything, mate. Come on. <laughs> you just know her. Um, she's in Neon Demon as well. What's her name? Oh. It's, I'm sure it's Jenna something. I know who you mean now. Aye. I'll, I'll edit in the name because yeah. I don't know. But um, Aye, so she was in it as well. Um, and it's the bit she walks in the classroom and the teacher's like sit down next to the guy you think's the hottest I'm like who the fuck is this do you know what I mean like, <laughs> you'd be getting like um, I'd be kicking the chair right out from next to me <laughs> when you go I. but do you know what I mean it's stuff like that I'm like people don't act like that or, no. or maybe they do I, he's just very unlikable to me and he's obviously meant to be a bit of a creep but it's like her mum gets does she not get abducted by her stepdad or something or, yeah and she's like, oh, it's fine. And they just sleep together and she's fine. Yeah. I'm like, what the fuck? <laughs> you not worried about your mum? No. Like, like, stuff like that. It's That's kinda... like every... Because at the end of the day, right, it's actually... I would say it's a teen movie. I genuinely would. Aye. In terms of, like, they know who the target actual audience for this is. And it's Aye. people who are who can relate to these characters. Aye. So it's they, they make that same mistake in so many movies where, like, they end up sleeping together. You're Aye, like, it's... what? Aye. It's like Johnny just got stabbed, <laughs> and then it's like two seconds later they're like just having sex. You're like, well, <laughs> I, and it's like at the very start they set up it's like him and his sister, his real life sister actually, yeah. Maggie Gyllenhaal. Um, they're like arguing at the table and stuff, and you're like, you're just being arseholes or yeah. like swearing at each other and stuff. And the dad's laughing, and I'm like, all right, whatever. There's some good humour in it, but it's kind of out of place, like to me. Like at the end, she waves to the mum, and the wee boy like waves as if it's funny. I'm like, her son's just died. Why is this funny? Do you know what I mean? Like. <laughs> 
<laughs> it's very dysfunctional, isn't it? I and like like I said, when I first finished watching I was like, I fucking hate this film, but then to be fair it did stick with me th- throughout the whole week I've been thinking about it. Which um I mean that's yeah it's that, like a big credit to it, do you know what I mean? So Absolutely. And I definitely will go back, so I wouldn't say I hate it, but I definitely need to see it again and I can appreciate it, but it's just the unlikable characters for me and a bit bit of a struggle. But I'll definitely go back and watch it. Yeah, I can't see you warming to the characters, but you might just like the Except film more. I, yeah. No, like like I say, I appreciate it as a kind of cult film or whatever. But and I love all the ideas in it, like time travel and stuff. Everything about that appeals to me. But it is just the kind of core characters. I'm like, mm. I'm just struggling to connect to you, sort of thing. So we're talking about films we've watched this week and an actual movie that was in the trailers we had on there. I watched that um, underwater. I was going to watch that today, actually, but you know what? Uh, with Kristen Stewart, mm-hmm. I actually really liked it. I looked it up and the reviews were kind of... That's the thing, right? So I I read the reviews afterwards and I think people were just expecting too much from Aye. a film that throws you in the deep end from the very start. I don't... like. That's one thing I, I really rate about this film. Aye. It's you aren't sitting waiting. Like, did you not? You're about five minutes in <laughs> and you're like holy shit, it's going on, Aye. and it doesn't stop. It mm-hmm. doesn't, like, the whole time there's this constant threat, constant danger, and it's constantly moving. Aye. And then, I was reading some of the reviews, and it's like, oh, there's not much character development. It's like, they're fucking running for their lives. <laughs> I don't understand. What What do you want them to stop and be like, hey, remember that time? Back? I, no, I don't care about that. Is it like a 90-minute film as well? Something like yeah, that? Yeah, yeah, it's, Aye, it's, so it like, is. Aye, you want to be kind of straight into the action, do you know what I mean? So. How much do you know about it? Because I don't want to ruin it. That's the thing, I just know it's um, some underwater. That's about it. So, oh. so like I. Um, well, I'm gonna ruin part of it because right, okay. I don't want to ruin the whole thing. But I mean, I'm so, not that bothered about it. So there is monsters in it. All right, okay. And they're great. All right, okay, aye. <laughs> the, monster, the monster design or the creature design is fantastic. Aye, that doesn't spoil much. That's fine. And it, the, there's a, the final sequence of the monster is cool as anything. Massive, really fun, and I would actually thoroughly recommend watching it. There's actually, there's a few negatives, like, so again, like I've already said about character development, some of the acting itself is kind of bad. Right, okay. Um, But it's it's okay, because, you know, that's not what you're watching this movie for. You really aren't. Um, It's got your man from Deadpool in it. Not. Um, oh, I think that's why I was like, maybe I'll watch this later. TJ uh, Miller. TJ Miller, I was going to say TJ Hooker for some reason. <laughs> <laughs> He's not got a massive part in the film, to be honest. Um, but he is in it. He's and apparently an absolute scumbag in real life. Oh, well, he's quite a scumbag in this, so oh, well. he's probably just, just being himself. Aye. Aye he, well. does, he does look like a bit of a scumbag. Aye, he's got that kind of. Aye. Like he's been a bit of an incel that's managed to be popular, so he gets. Aye, looks like a bit, a bit of a, he's a bit of a mouth breather, isn't he? Aye. Like, but um, no, honestly, I, I would definitely say this film's got enough to it that if you, if you were to sit and watch this on like. A Friday night in the dark, it, it gets you. It's got Aye. a few really good bits in it. No, I'll definitely. And not just jump scares either. Like there is just some like really creepy good, stuff. creepy stuff going on. No, only to like I said, I saw it in Sky today because it's like a I think It just came out in Sky actually. Yeah. And uh, I'll, I'll definitely go back and watch it. So. Yeah, like literally, I kid you not. Like you're like two minutes into the film, mm-hmm. you've seen Kristen Stewart. She's just walking around in this bathroom on this. Obviously, you can tell Aye. it's underwater. She's brushing her teeth. A drop of water drops from the roof. She's mm-hmm. like. How the fuck's that happened? Because that should be happening. <laughs> and then, boom, it's going on. No. So, yeah, I uh, I would definitely recommend it. And it's on, obviously, Now TV. It's on Sky. 
uh, hi, I'd watch it. I don't, and I think you'd agree with me that the some of the reviews about character development just, just aren't necessary. Aye, I look like I see, I see I Google it this afternoon. I was kind of splitting whether I should watch it, but I'll watch it now that you've recommended watch it. Watch it tonight, honestly. But, um, watch it tonight, you creep yourself right out. It's like, I, th- I think they said the budget was like 40 million, so... Yeah, I'd say I'd yeah I'd probably put it at about that. Aye. It looks like a forty million film. But it's strange we've not seen any promotion at all. It was well, it's because like... it was right. It was meant to come out right before lockdown. Oh, right before right. Okay. So lockdown ruined this film's chance at having a premiere. And it probably wouldn't have done too well anyway. But I I don't I think it actually would have done well. You think so? Yeah. It was like that film. Uh, was it Life with um, what's his name Ryan Reynolds? Oh, that and... was a big cast. Jake Gyllenhaal as aye, well. Aye, I like. That's one of the films that seemed to do really well, but I thought it was fine. Do you know what I mean? It was I, yeah. I thought it was safe. Ah, it's kind of there's some stupid horror tropes like the alien thing gets through the vents. You know, like that would be all sealed off anyway. Like the actual alien thing itself was just a bit easy. I like it, it. I liked it when it evolved to kind of having teeth and stuff. It looked yeah, quite yeah, creepy. I liked that. Aye, but see when it started as like the wee kind of organ thing, I'm like, Egh. it was when it like it looked like a wee jellyfish, but then it used the knife to cut the glove, I was like, that's a bit stupid. Do you know what I mean? It kind of lost me there, but even though it's a bit like an alien cutting a bit of ship, do you know what I mean? (laughs) Exactly. So you have to give it a wee bit of leeway, but there was some creepy stuff in that, like it goes inside Ryan Reynolds' body and like like eats his organs, basically. Was it him or was it Jake Gyllenhaal? One of them got got munched. No, it was um, it was Brian Reynolds. It was, aye. Because he went into That was really good. That whole scene was really good when it was was like inside him and he's like bouncing around the room. I liked that a lot. Um, I was thinking Jake Gyllenhaal's disabled in it, but that's the other guy. And it like wraps yeah. on his leg and he can't feel it. I yeah. thought that was pretty clever. Like there's some good moments in it, but I, I think it's a similar sound in film to to this. I would actually say Underwater's better. Oh really? Yeah. For what it's again, like you could you could sit and criticize like things like character development, things like even plot, you can, but that's not what you're watching this film for. Aye. At the end of the day, especially not if you've watched the trailers and that, and you know there's a oh, kind of mystery creature and there's going to be aye, aye. like kind of come some scares and that. So no, nah, I just watch it and take what you take from it. Like, and I guess it's one of the films if you're not paying to watch it, you're not that bothered. No, exactly. Well, you probably like it a bit more that you've not paid like ten pounds or whatever for it. So, but no, nah, I, I honestly, I definitely recommend checking it out. Aye. No, definitely. Definitely watch it. I'll put it on my, my watch list. Moving on to James's new segment. Well, yeah, this is a wee segment I've put in this week. I I, I, I kind of seen on a page that I follow on Facebook that um, Prop Store, big, big LA-based kind of company that deal in movie props and set pieces and all that sort of stuff, they do auctions every now and again. And typically they do specific auctions. So if a film comes out, like for example, I know that they did an auction for uh, the house with the clocks in its walls. Oh, right, okay. Um, I know it's a weird one to remember, but I always remember they kept post. Obviously, they want to put it out there as much as they can to generate interest. But this December, they're having one of their bigger auctions. They've actually got an, an auction that just happened in August there, and the next big one's in December, and it's what they call it's called the entertainment auction. Okay. And it's where they auction everything from TV shows and movies but these are where they usually tend to sell their big ticket items. Right, okay. So I kind of went on, I found the, the kind of PDF of everything that's getting auctioned off. I don't know if this is everything or if this is just the kind of things of interest. 
the kind of main thing, so. And uh, I thought we'd play a little game. I thought we were going to kind of go through, I'll give you a prop. Mm-hmm. Uh, we can talk about the movie that it's from, if you'd like. Oh, yeah. And uh, and then I want you to maybe guess the price, because they put an estimate of what it's going to go for. Aye, okay. Uh, like any kind of auction house would anyway. So, we... we before we started doing this, I gave David a few examples because I don't want to be mugging him off here and having him guess massively. So, one of the one of the first items we spoke about was um, there's an ape mask from 2001: A Space Odyssey. I I thought with the price it'd be like a backup mask, like one that wasn't used on screen. But I know, right? Stanley Kubrick, massive movie, and uh, estimated two to three thousand dollars. That just Aye, it'll not go for it. It'll go for more. Definitely. Go, exactly, but they might just be being conservative with even, their Even if it was all deteriorated, people would still pay a lot for that. The right people, do you know what I mean? So, the, one of the big ticket items, fast up, and uh, again, a bit of a, a spoiler because we did speak about this, but it's worth mentioning, is the Nostramus. Nostromo. Nostramus? Is it from Alien? Two seconds. You're right. Shh. Shh. Don't, don't test me on my alien skills. I was actually just a test, David. <laughs> no, anyway, it's the it's the actual prop. So obviously, anyone who's familiar with the movie Alien, uh, it's the ship that carries them down to. Is it from Alien or Aliens? It's, it's from, from Alien. Uh, aliens to the, the Stromo, yeah. So this is the one I was the closest with. With my guess, you were the closest with. Uh, this is this is other practice one because the ones coming next you don't know. Aye. But so this is to kind of summarise. It's an eleven foot Nostromo filming model that was used in the movie Alien. Aye. And so it'll be all the shots with the ship going past the screen and stuff. Yep. They'll photograph it. Aye. So. And it looks great. I mean, I'm looking at pictures here, and it just looks absolutely brilliant. Like, just check that out. Aye. I would take it a mortgage just to buy it. <laughs> so their estimated price that they'll get for this, or how much they reckon it will go for, is between three hundred to five hundred thousand dollars. Aye. Now, before I find the next kind of one, I'm gonna have you guess on. Are you into movie props? I used to sit in prop store all the time and look at stuff and be like, I'm the exact "How same. can I ever afford this?" And I, it'd be stupid stuff like a pamphlet for Jurassic Park. It would have to be something like that because, uh, even though I absolutely love it, I couldn't ever see myself dropping a huge amount of cash on it. Unless, like, depending on how wealthy I was at the time, I definitely would spend a lot of money on props if I had the money. But I'm not going to pay 800 pounds for a Jurassic Park pamphlet that might not have been on screen, sort of thing. So it really does depend on the prop. Like I looked ages ago, and you get a wee part of the the Death Star model for A New Hope and it was like two grand and it was a wee bit burnt so it's one they actually used for filming really explosives and stuff so that's the kind of thing if I had a bit of spare money I'd be interested in buying but I don't know is it a bit sad to have that in your house I don't think so but alright this is this is a good one this is a good one okay Marty McFly's left Nike mag sneaker right so that's Back to the Future too. so there you got a wee picture of it aye so you just you literally just said you're a big fan. Is that like, is it actually been used on screen, or, or is it like a backup one? I'm guessing it's like a prototype one, maybe. Just checking the now. Uh, Mike McFly's mag sneaker from Robert Zemeckis sci-fi, Doc Brown, blah blah blah. Created by famed Nike shoe designer, the shoe represents futuristic take on the classic night up sneakers. Ah, so. The shoe itself is from the movie, Aye. but it has had some 
uh, reconstructive work done to it. Right, okay. Because it was obviously used in the movie. Oh, right, okay. So I got, how much do you think? So it was actually the on... left shoe. Was it on screen then? Like It was on screen. Right. Uh, things like, as you can see from the, the image, that strap is brand new. Because right. that strap was lost. Oh, right, okay. Um, see, that's hard. So it's for one shoe. Just one shoe, left foot. I'm going to say... See, they seem quite low with their estimates, but... I'm going to say like six grand. Oofed. Fifteen to twenty thousand dollars. See, it's, it's absolutely done me there because I, I thought they'd have it far too low, but I think it made it hard on you because we obviously gave you a few aye, practice aye. runs. To me, like and that, gave you one extreme to the next. Aye, that does make more sense. It's probably worth that, but aye, right. I mean, I kind of know where I'm at now. I think. Oh, the next one's a banger. All right, okay. It's from Batman Forever. Right. And it's Batman's Batgoo gun. Batgoo gun. I'll show you a wee picture of it. All right, I don't remember this from the film. And is that like an on-screen used prop? Yes, it was seen in the film. Okay. Um, it says it comes in a padded case with an authentication certificate. Right, if it's actually been on-screen then, I'm going to say 26 grand. 8 to 10 grand. She fucked me again. <laughs> <laughs> what are your thoughts on Batman Forever? Obviously Val Kilmer. Um, I like Val Kilmer as Batman. I think he's a good Batman. Um, I think the film's a mess overall. Um, film is a mess. You know, I I wasn't. I, I thought they just it was quite lazy casting because he was so popular at the time. Aye, it was the same with George Clooney. Like just cast him because he's. I don't know if he's a big movie star then at that point. I think he was more for like TV and stuff. But that film, there's a lot of deleted scenes that are actually pretty good. Have you seen the scene with the big, the big bat like flying up to him? Okay. It, some people think it's a bit goofy, but I quite like it. That is very messy. I don't like Jim Carrey as a Riddler because he's just being Jim Carrey basically. Tommy Lee Jones is kind of, I don't think he knows what he's doing in that film, he's trying to like top Jack Nicholson's Joker, but I think he's a good actor, but I don't know if he's got the ability to even attempt that sort of thing, so I for me it's not something I'd, it's not a film I kind of like. Next up, I'll do it five of these. Aye. Next up is a full size from the movie Chappie. All right. Police robot that was used in the film as a background. Right. Okay, so it doesn't move, it was just like in the background for, was it for like visual effects purposes to kind of... That's it there, it's been, you can see a gunshot wound on its oh, chest. Oh, so it's like lying in the ground destroyed, yeah. alright, okay. Um, Full size. See, Chappie's not that popular, but then again, people see me buy stuff like that anyway, so... It's pretty tall, it's 193 centimetres tall. Right. So you're talking like, six foot? Aye. Six foot one, maybe? Right, so, again, <laughs> I feel like... Right, I'm going to say 24 to 32 grand. Oh, see, it has done you, because it's, it's 10 to 15. Oh, for fuck's sake. To be fair, though, you got to think about it. It's just lying in the background. People might even have thought, that's not even real. Aye, that's true. What are your thoughts on the movie Chappie? I really like Chappie as a, as a film. I've never watched it. Oh, really? I was, going to go, I was excited for it, and then it got terrible reviews, so I was like, oh, I'll just skip it and watch it later, and I just never watched it. It's got a uh, Diane within it, and aye, it's actually aye. surprisingly really, really good. Aye. But a lot of people think, like, they're just like a disgusting group of like, mm-hmm. the, like the music and that, so um, I thought they played it off really, really well. It's the same with Elysium. I didn't really like Elysium. I was excited for that. It's a great concept, but um, it just didn't deliver too well for me. Oh, the next one could be massive. So this is, this is from the movie. This was used in the movie. Okay. It's Justin, or the actor was Jack Noseworthy, 
is the light up spacesuit from Event Horizon. Oh. And it looks really good. It's it has all walking dials on it as well. Uh, they basically just copied Alien with that suit, didn't they? They did. I know it's a kinda no I it's a homage, I suppose, or homage. I usually say homage, but I feel like a dick for saying that, so I'm gonna say that's up in the I'm gonna say it's thirty to forty grand. But then again, do I want to say that? Right, I've I've committed, but I don't think it's right. It's ten to fifteen again. And this is like so the way this kinda of works is the ones that are in these kind of special black outlines, uh-huh. these are their like big pieces, these are the ones that they expect are gonna sell for like a good amount of money. Big money. We could um talk about I was about to say Deep Horizon. Oh, what the fuck is it called? <laughs> Event Horizon. That's the thing, that's a kinda of cult classic as well, but I don't have a lot of love for that film. My biggest thing for it is the, the sets. I love the sets. The the set design's really cool in that film. There's a bit he's crawling through through like a kinda of vent thing and it's like all green like Oh yeah, um, ah, really, really good. It's like in a computer chip type look. I like that stuff, but I watched the Horizon when I was uh, way too young because uh, I had to watch it in like two parts because I was uh, actually <laughs> fucking terrified of that film. Like it's a good cast, and I love the idea that they accidentally like open a portal to hell. That's so, that's so cool, but I just feel like it's kind of it gets bogged in with just rubbish direction. I think. Yeah, I think over like as overall. I've not seen it for a long time, so in my head, I think I still remember it being really good because of how scary it was. It probably hasn't held up so well, but yeah, like you said, I love the idea that it's like a portal to hell and it's not like there's not like an alien element to it. There's nothing like that. I kind of like that. Like I said, it's not done very well in that film for me, but the kind of collision of sci-fi and I suppose religion. I don't know if that's the right word to use, but supernatural and science. I kind of like that when it's done well. And um, that is kind of thinking outside the box, I guess, because it could have been the open portal and, like, say, a load of aliens come through or whatever. But I think it's a really clever idea. But Paul W.S. Anderson, for me, it's just I don't understand how he gets to make films and I don't. Do you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> <laughs> like it just annoys me. Like, at the start of that film, it's showing you stuff and floating about the ship. I was going to say zero gravity, but yeah. I'm going to be a dick and be like, it's technically no zero gravity, but whatever. Um, and it's like a water bottle, but it's CGI, and it's for the time you're like, why even attempting that? Because it's going to look uh, bad. Do you uh, know what I mean? Just stupid things like that. And the script, it's kind of, I don't know if they chopped a lot out of the film to like get it. I can rate, imagine they did. But it feels kind of choppy, and the pacing's not the best. And Sam Neill just kind of switches to a bad guy. Obviously. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which I understand it's kind of, he gets influenced by the thing or whatever, but I just, I, it's just kind of sloppy. But it's sad because it could have been really good. But like I say, I love the sets and. I love the idea it's called the Gravity Engine. I don't know why I just like that name. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Next up in our auction, I've got a film, it's from a film that we both love, or I'm saying that even though I don't think we've actually spoke about it, but I'm going to say we both love it. Aye. It's a, as seen on screen prop of a flying cab from oh, The aye. Fifth Element. I was going to say a flying cab. No, it's not the flying cab. Okay. It's just, a, it was used in the background just floating like by. a background element aye aye exactly it's it's not very big it's 19 by 19 by 44 centimetres right okay so it's like quite far in the background I yeah think, I and they've put it but they've put it on a nice kind of plinth they've they've put it like on a nice alright aye that's quite cool it kind of looks like it's been taken straight from the movie aye. with the background included so how much do you think that's going to go for well estimated it's going to go for that's the thing I don't think that's going to be too high because like you say Judging by the size and having a wee bit of an idea how the perspective would work, it'd be quite far away. So I'm going to say that's for like, it'll go for maybe four to eight grand. 
Oh, he's absolutely on the money, folks. Really? Four to six grand. Oh. But I'll give you that because four grand was the start mark. Nice one. Big. That's that was very well done. I'm getting the hang of this now. Oh, David. Aye. There's one in here that I think if we both chip in, you sell. I'll sell a kidney. <laughs> you sell. What could you sell? What, what have you got left on you? <laughs> Not a kidney, anyway. Um, another lover. I don't know. I could sell a leg. I don't really use my legs. I can have a leg. Are you ready to know what we're going to chip in for? Why would empty one? I like that. So this this is Neil Armstrong's Gemini spacesuit, screen matched from Aye. Fast Man, mm-hmm. full size, full size. So the screen matched I mean it's not the one he actually wore. No, it's just one of the ones that uh, I think it's like a spare one. Aye, so it's not the hero suit. So, I like that. I like that as well. So I'm gonna say because it's not actually been oh, on screen. Actually, mm-hmm. it might be it might be screen used. Right. Because look at the inside. Oh, it says hero. Aye, so it could be. And it's also got his name. But then again, have they just shown you that they've compared it to that? I'm sure it'll tell you in the notes if it's actually. Does it say it's the actual hero costume? Then again, it could just be a spare of the hero costume, like a backup. Because they won't just have one hero costume. Do you know what I mean? Because I feel like somebody Ryan Gosling maybe. Oh would. no! So it's easy wore it for a promotional still. Right, okay. For the advertising of the film. Right. So he has wore it, so there might be some gosling scent on it still, to him, so. <laughs> Some people like there would go absolutely nuts for that. I they actually would. Um, ah, that's a hard one. I'm going to say it's 18 to 22 grand. It's 20 to 30. So I'm <sighs> going to give you it. No, because 22 is pretty high. Pretty cl- aye, that's not too bad. I'm definitely getting the hang of it. So to make it fair, because I've put David on the spot here, we'll switch it. Right, okay. You have a wee look through... Obviously, you've got to zoom in. You can read the wee kind of bio to see. Oh, they've got the wee thing for Flubber. Ah, this is, oh, I've gave David my phone now. He's going to be on. <laughs> he's going to be looking through this for the next hour. Like I like said, that. anything in the black box is the bigger ticket items usually. I Weibo. That's a Flubber '97. Just want a special mention to how great Fast Man actually is, though. Aye, it's probably my favourite film that year. Even I don't remember what year it was. Was it like two years two ago? Two years ago. Aye. Wait, do we see if this was actually used? Weibo is good overall condition. See, some of them, it doesn't give you a lot of information as to whether it was used. Right, so this is one of the Weibos for Flubber. That was, they used all different ones. So it's that thing. Oh, okay. So it does move and stuff, but they'd have ones that did different movements and they'd swap them in and do some like digital enhancement posts okay. and stuff. So what do you think that's selling for? I'm going to go five to nine grand. Oh, you're close. It's eight to ten. Ah, so you're not too far. Wasn't though. too far off. That's quite a good one. Even though I'm not that keen on Flubber, I'd I'm the same. That. It's a film that everyone kind of. Oh, mind Flubber when you were young. Aye, no, aye. I don't really. I don't think it was very good. I remember. The, I like the basketball scene though. Aye, with the shoes. Aye, I like. Like I said, I like the wee robots in it. I like Robin Williams. I think that's why I watched it when I was younger because mm. I liked him. Yep. But aye, I don't really have any fondness for it like I think I went back quite recently and I was like it's not that good oh you watched it recently like I went it was on TV um, I think it was on Sky ages ago and yeah. I, I was just flicking through and I kind of watched it for 10 minutes and I'm like oh, it's not as funny or mm-hmm. I, just, to, I think I'd have to be really in the mood even if it just was on TV randomly to aye. to just actually leave it on I remember at the end it's always in my brain that this happened I don't know if it I've probably like obscured it in my mind but see at the end like Flubber goes in the bad guy's mouth yep and it like flies out his arse. Uh-huh. I always remember it's like 
his ass was like made out of wood the way it flies out and there's like wood splinters going everywhere. <laughs> and I'm pretty sure that's like not what happens. I don't know why. I, I, that is what happens at I don't all. know why I have the memory of, like this a guy's ass being made out of wood <laughs> and it's like flubber flies and it's all like Was there a second one made? No. To me it screams cheap second movie. I know, but I don't think there there was. I've certainly not heard the sequel. Like I'm sure people would talk about it, you know. But. Yeah, oh absolutely. Alright, this is a good one. Alright, okay. So we've got Russell Crowe's costume from Gladiator. It's um, the general armour. Alright. Right, so it's kind of near the start of the film, but it's production made, so it's not actually screen used, but it's like a full costume. Alright, yeah. So it's this costume here. Alright. So it's basically just sat as a kind of background one. It doesn't say he's actually wore it or anything, so it's the bit at the start of the fight in the... Is that a German tribe, is that right? Yeah, yeah. So, Alright, I wanna oof. So it's a full production made coin. It could have been used it doesn't say it has been used, but essentially it would have been swapped in if they needed if it. They needed of, it yeah. aye, so ah, they, they, they probably would have made like ten of them aye. just in case. I think it's not gonna be massively expensive. I'm gonna say three to seven thousand. Actually it's fifteen to twenty thousand. What? I don't know why. That's I mean Gladiator is a massive movie. It's, aye, it's a big film. It's probably, exactly it's one of the most recognizable movie quotes ever. Aye. But for something that wasn't even on screen, would I pay that? I wouldn't. That's what's getting me because some of them aren't even on screen. That's what throws me off. Yeah, that's got a big. That's a big thing for me. It actually being. Imagine how much the one he wore on screen would have cost you. <sighs> He's probably got that in his cupboard though. Aye. Because actors steal stuff all the time. Not even steal it. Like I know that um they gifted um Orlando Bloom like the bow from Lord of the Rings and that sort of oh, really? stuff, and uh they all got, they actually all got something from Lord of the Rings, mm-hmm. but. I know that quite often that happens, or just be like, mind if I take this? Because, <laughs> like, folk from Harry Potter were like, oh, can I say what I took? And they're like, oh, yeah, I took one of the rings and stuff Aye. like that. Do you know what I mean? Um, a wee fun fact for the start of Gladiator, actually. See the cuts in his face in the yeah. opening battle sequence? They're actually real cuts because his horse, like, bucked him into the bushes. Oh, really? And he cut his face, I so. I quite like that. Nice wee fact. Quite a few gladiator things actually. They seem to have it. They they group up the ones they've got. Like there was, they had loads of stuff really, and like absolutely loads of stuff. They've always got loads of gremlin stuff as well. Right, so this is a gremlins. Um, it's from the new batch, so the sequel. Yep. Which is highly underrated in my opinion. Yeah, with the the news the news crew. Aye, the news crew. Um, is that the right one? Is it a news crew? I can't remember. Like, like the in the kind of high rise, it's like the studio. Aye, 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 aye sorry. Aye. I wondered what you meant. Aye. When Hector had me absolutely scrambling there, but I knew. I, I, I just couldn't <laughs> think of the bit you meant, but I, it's the one. It's like Clamp, the the guy. Yeah, yeah. Film. Aye. So has this actually been used in the film? Aye. So this is a puppet that it's not confirmed that it was on screen, but it's got all the mechanisms and everything to be used. Okay. It's in pretty good condition. So it's for the sequel, remember? Um, and it's an A puppet, so. It would have been one that would be used. Let's have a look at it. Let's see this bad boy. Oh, that's class. I know, it's good, isn't it? I read a thing about these ages ago, and apparently you have to keep them in a humid environment so the latex doesn't, like, tear and stuff. All right. Oh, that's a hard one. Oh. So it's 50... No, 33.5 centimetres tall. So a bit of length of ruler, roughly. A wee bit taller. Okay, I'm going to... Hmm. I'm going to guess 8 to 12,000. It's actually four to six. That's so cheap. It's very low for what it is. Like I say, there's nothing to say it's actually been on screen, but um, that's the second part of it there. That's the one that you can get with it. So that's it's just, great. It's the lower half, you know. I love that. I know I would be 
writing about that, but there's always loads of people don't see me want the Gremlins 2 stuff. No, I like Gremlins 2. I like it a I lot. I like Gremlins I, in general. Same. I love the first one, obviously, but the second. The first one's fantastic. I had a wee gizmo toy when I was younger, and it's great. Aye, so the, I've still got one somewhere. I think it's in the loft, actually. Man, they had the Furby done, a Gremlins version of Furby, and it was a gizmo Furby. I wish I still had that, because Oh, that'd be great. It would be what it might be worth some money. I don't know, but it was like a special edition one. But Gizmo is like a fantastic kids Halloween movie. Halloween, aye. I used to watch it all the time. Like oh, oh same. I suppose technically people say it's a Christmas film, but um, I, I think you can watch it any time of year, really. We've got um, Peter Pan. This is Peter Banning's sword from Hook, ninety one film. All oh, right. Aye, so it's like a props. It, obviously, it's a prop sword, but it's. <laughs> It's not like the hero sword, it's a wee bit battered, they say, um, because it's been used. Oh, class. So I'll show a wee bit of it there, just to see the kind of damage on it and stuff. Oft. So, like I say, it's not the A sword you would see as in that photo. All it's right. just one of the swords they made. So what do you think that would be going for? It's quite a good film, a lot good film, but like it's in, in people's minds, everyone likes it. And I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to actually lowball it, I'm going to say three to five. Oh, you're... Quite far out, it's 12 to 16. What? <laughs> That's so expensive. It's quite high for what it is, I. I see it back. I want to I find one. Alright, you, you can get me this time. That's it. <sighs> quite a sore back. I really want to go to the chiropractor, but it's like £30 a time, and then they're like, oh, you're going to need 50 appointments because your back's that bad. Do you know what I mean? Oh, Alright, here we go. Just going to double check it quickly. Okay, this, this is seen in the film. Right, okay. This is the Raven Bar and the Will of Souls Staff of Ra headpiece from Indiana Jones and the Raiders of the Lost Ark. Right, I'm, I'm taking a loan <laughs> out for that. This is like, this is the type of prop I would just buy. Like, I'd put it on a credit card or something. I don't care. There's a picture of it. Oh, so it's like one of many. But... There's only two. This is the second one. What? Aye. So the first one, I'll read it out to you. Um. So, two versions of this headpiece appear in the film. This is the second. So, the first one is seen in the Raven Bar sequence, and inside the Well of Souls, it features simple detailing on the headpiece, uh, and it's seen on smaller characters around the border of the headpiece. Aye. This is the second. This was made for... It was made, sorry, it was constructed by an outside jeweler, jeweler specifically for insert shots and to feature more detail. And there's so there's two of them, and that's so it's was it used on screen or was it? Yeah, yeah, so this was used for the insert shots. In the so, obviously, as you can imagine, in an action sequence, things are moving aye, around, aye. it doesn't really matter how detailed this is. Aye. This was used when, let's say, he turns his hand around, he's holding aye, it, aye. and you can see the detail. That's when this was used, right? It's uh, it's 8.5 centimeters by 8.5 centimeters by one centimeter. <sighs> I just want to buy that right now. <laughs> like, whoever's actually going to buy this, I'm buying it off them in the future. Definitely. See, this is the thing that should be high, but it's so hard to say. Like, for me, if I had the money, that's worth, like, I'd say it's worth 50 grand to me. But I don't know if it's going to be well, any. Well, they say it's worth 100 to 200 right. grand. I didn't know what to go too high, but I'd have thought 50 grand would have been low for what they were saying, but. That seems right to me. I would buy that. See, if I literally just had money, I would just buy that. I'd, I'd actually phone them and say, don't auction it. What do you want for it? Do you know what I mean? <laughs> Not that you can do that, but... 
By the way, if people are interested in film props, you should Google a wee YouTube video of Peter Jackson taking you around his prop collection. That's quite impressive. It's literally a big warehouse full of props that he's bought. It's mental. He's got like the HAL computer for 2001, like one of the, the kind of glass eyes and stuff. It's, it's actually mental, the stuff he has. Oh, okay, this is a good one. This was you. This was worn in the film, but only for stunt scenes. Right. Okay. It's Judge Joseph Dredd's costume with stunt components. So it's from the Judge Dredd film, the Stallone one. I am the law. I am the law. Oh, it's even got the cod piece. Don't know why I went straight to that. Like. Ooh. So it's obviously it's not as detailed as the one you see him wearing. For the normal parts oh, for like of the movie. Rollabout and stuff. Yeah, like. this one is for, and it actually says it has some damage to the knee pad and uh, to the visor that comes down. That's quite cool, though. Um, again, it's, it's very, very cool, considering the fact that on the tag as well it says Ignazio and it also says Sylvester Sloan. That is cool. Again, it's not very beloved film, but. A film, in my opinion, that gets hated on without. Oh, well, I think <laughs> young James will never let me say it's bad. <laughs> So, I like that the way everything looks is good, I think, but it's a kind of lacklustre script. But um, and they were like trying to be funny too, like too much for some reason. But yeah. Um. Anyway, for that, I'm going to say. I'm going to say it's like an eighteen to twenty-four grand thing. You're not too far off. It's cheaper than that. Right. It's twelve to sixteen. Right. Okay. But you're close enough, in my opinion. I'm going to find one good final one okay. and then we'll bring this to a close make it a good one they've all been pretty good actually but I thought it'd be much better at this but some of their estimations are a bit strange so this this is going to blow your mind but by how low the price is <laughs> just by the fact that it says this car seen throughout the film comes from the production it has the VIN number it has everything alright okay it's wait till you hear it it's Rick Dalton's yellow Cadillac Really? From Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. So the one he actually drives? The one he actually drives. Alright. Oh, See, I would just like that as a car. Like, do you know what I mean? <laughs> I know, right? Now, how much do you think that is? See, going by your reaction, it's, I feel like it's horrifically low, but um, I don't know how low would uh, what would be low for that, but I'm going to say like 60 grand. It's 45 to 55 grand. Actually, I was going to say 45, and I'm like, nah, surely no. That's unbelievable. That's, I, I can't. I feel like that's the type of thing that will go up in value as the film kind of ages, sort of thing. Because people will kind of, it's one of the films folk will appreciate further down the line, I kind of think. But a lot of people really don't like that film. And for me, it's one of my kind of favourite Tarantino films, actually. Maybe that's because I'm not the biggest fan of him in the first place. I don't know, but. Okay, ending on a bit of a... Uh, it's actually a mixed one. It's a banger, but it's it could be a very tough one to decipher the cost. Okay. The movie? Star Wars Attack of the Clones. Mm, right. No interest already, so... The prop? Mace Windu's dueling lightsaber. Right. This was actually used in the movie. It says, This lightsaber prop was used for dueling sequences... It features an aluminium blade painted orange, wrapped in a clear plastic sheath. So this is from Aye. the actual movie. And it's like a stunt prop, essentially. So is the handle, is the hilt made out of like rubber or something? Yep, rubber. 
See, I know my stuff, James. Mm, that's a tough one. Uh, because, again, it is a prop. I keep saying prop. I mean prop as in, like, a stunt yeah. prop, you know? No, a hero prop, so... But it's from Star Wars. Did you know that his, um... See his hero lightsaber? Do you know what they engraved on it for him? What? What do you think? Wait, uh, must be something from, like, Pulp Fiction. Aye. Oh, does it look a bitch? No, bad motherfucker. Oh, that's class. <laughs> so, like, he got it engraved, so it's in the film, but you can never see it, do you know what I mean? That'd be so good. Mad if that went up for sale. <laughs> My goodness. I'm sure he's got that in a cabinet somewhere. For a stunt lightsaber from a film that's not that popular, as in, it's kind of regarded as one of the worst Star Wars films, um, but nowadays it's hard to. That's not much a statement, really, do you know what I mean? So, let me think. Mace Windu. Um, right, I'm going to say... I feel like I've always been the same number, but I'm going to go kind of low and say 26 grand-ish. It's 25 to 35 grand. Right. Was, right on the money. I was thinking 26 to 32, so... Okay, okay. I know I, just, I, know I just said I was going to end it, right? <laughs> but we're into, a whole, we're into a whole Star Wars kind of catalogue here. Rabbit hole. And, uh, and I can't not do this one. So this was... This was used right. in the film. Okay. There was approximately 56 made... Mm. It's from Star Wars A New Hope. Oh, right, okay. I'm interested. It's a Stormtrooper helmet. Ah, right, okay. 56 made. Uh, there's not many that only a small number exist today. The helmets were all finished with a glossy white paint and additional line work for vent details. Aye. This helmet is extremely rare. It was film. It was seen in the film uh, as in like a background, in like backgrounds in that. Aye, aye. So some of the, it's got some chipping. It has... But I think actually adds to it the patina. I, I would say so. I. That's that's it there. Oh, that looks class. Looks amazing. Aye. It's a black. It's a black background, so you know it's going to be a good gin. See, this is going to throw me because I feel like I kind of know what it should be worth. See, if they showed you a picture, I know they couldn't, but the exact one on screen that it yeah. is. Do you know what I mean? Like, um, I, I feel like. Mm. Right, I'm going to like highball this. Is that even a thing, highball? I know you can lowball people, but I could be completely wrong, but I'm going to go in the region of 60 grand. Oh my gosh, you're on the ball of oh, really? that. 60 to 80,000 they reckon I'll get for this. I should get a job at Props though. Contact me through this email if you want to hire me. <laughs> See, there's another another mask after this. After Principal. The last big ticket item, and this will close out, after this we'll close out the podcast. Okay. This section might have went on too long, but I've been having a lot of fun with it. I I like it, I think we should do more of this kind of stuff, if people like it as well. So me and you both aren't the biggest fan of the film. Okay. It's got an upcoming remake coming out. Right, I can't even think, but I'm sure I'll know when you tell me. This is, as seen on screen, one of three Maverick fighter pilot helmet alright oh, that's going to be mental money because um, people love that film as well aye so he's actually wore that thing yep it's fitted to Tom Cruise's head right so it's gigantic no I'm kidding I don't know, <laughs> I don't know if he has a big head um, dimensions are 25 by 5 25 by 5 28 <laughs> right so I'm going to say that's going to be up there again with the I'm going to say it's more than Stormtrooper helmet I could be completely could be way off with that, but I'm going to start at 80 grand. Am I way off? 50 to 70 grand? Oh, I should have stuck with that. 
right, I get that right enough. I should have known. Not as popular as Star Wars, but I feel like that's a big iconic thing for the eighties. Do you know what I mean? So yeah, it's my, I mean, people absolutely love that film. Me and you both like meh. Aye, but, well, less than meh for me. It's like so that that kind of concludes our little auction for <laughs> today. But I it's quite it... fun. That it's something that I, I I always love to keep an eye on. I used to look at eBay quite a lot to see anyone selling movie props, but it's you're probably better know. going Aye. through. I better going through something like prop store and that to guarantee it's real or guarantee it's at least close to being real. Aye, with that kind of stuff, because like, like people say they sell autographs all the time, you're like, yeah. mate, you've just signed a napkin, do you know what I mean? Aye, like, exactly. Unless you've got a picture, but even if you had a picture, you could sell like 30 autographs, do you know what I mean? But see, when you said this concludes, it always reminds me, I always remember that bit for Toy Story 2 when the, he's watching the telly at the end, it's like the, this concludes our broadcast. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I don't know why, it just always pops out yeah. of my mind, but. Aye, when we make, we make some decent money, we'll have a big studio with loads of props. Oh, exactly. Up, do you know what I mean? Props absolutely everywhere. I mentioned it last week as well. We've got a special episode next week. Trying something a bit a bit different. Aye, for Hubie Halloween. Do you think it's Hubie or Hubie? I think it's Hubie. It's American, so it'll be Hubie. Hubie. Yeah. I just kind of contain it, but we're having Adam Sandler on the show. Like <laughs> <laughs> that would be that would be wild, but unfortunately. I think Fortunately not. even though he makes a lot of shit, I think he'd be a good laugh. I think he'd be a nice guy. Oh, I, I, For what I, I've heard, he's a nice yeah, guy, do you absolutely. know what I mean? So, as long as he could take the pelters, do you know what I mean? Then again, if he came on, you'd be sitting like a shite bag, do you know what I mean? Oh, <laughs> like, I, I'd be like, I really, I really like the water boy, actually. <laughs> I think it's really good. <laughs> yeah, I'd be the exact same. But no, it'd be a good wee. I think we should leave it as a... As a oh, if I get a star. I'm not trying to offend people with stars, I just feel like I have a star sometimes. But um, I'm not going to... Um, give away what it is but I'm looking forward to it same I feel like people might be guess what it is but we'll leave it as a surprise anyway and just upload it and they'll be like oh cool they might not even want to listen to it but I think, I think <laughs> it'll be a good laugh we'll have fun anyway so but aye so, until next week folks we'll see you all next week with a special episode special Halloween episode Halloween you can even do a wee Halloween roundup before it we'll see I think so yeah aye so it'll be quite long anyway so it's going to be a long one aye but I look look forward to or that's not the right word keep a lookout for that that's what I should say keep a lookout that's a good one that's a better one so we'll see you all next week then